what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Ringing through time and eternity comes an old familiar voice. It's the voice that rung out in the very beginning that said, Let there be light, and there was light. But this time that voice is saying, Lazarus, come forth. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the gospel according to St. John. John 11 verse 21, then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. I want to continue with the message we started last week, the resurrection and the life. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for every person that's under the sound of my voice today. And Lord, in this sanctuary and by radio, there are many needs. Lord, needs that only you can meet. And Lord, this morning I only have words and I have studied and prepared. But Lord, I ask that you move through the message today. Anoint me today to rightly divide the word of truth. Lord, that these needs may be met, that the questions may be answered. Lord, in some way, your people might be drawn closer to you. Lord, as you anoint me today, anoint the people to hear and receive of your word. And we're careful to give you praise and glory. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. Jesus receives word that Lazarus is sick. Lazarus had more than just a little head cold. The sickness that came upon him, we really do not know what it was, but it was a life-threatening situation. And when Jesus received word that Lazarus was sick, I want you to notice there in verse 6 that Jesus did not respond immediately. Upon hearing the news, he waited Two more days before he would respond. And I said it last week, I want to say it again this week. 
God does not work on cue. God does not work on your time schedule. He works on His time schedule, and His time schedule is always right. You may look at this situation, you say, Brother James, that ain't right. God should have moved sooner than what he did. Had he moved sooner, then this wouldn't have happened to me, and that wouldn't have happened to me. And so and so would be alive today had God moved and worked. Let me tell you this. God knows what he's doing. Your current situation may be unfortunate, and you look at things. And you have questions in your mind, why God, why, why? And it may look like what has happened to you, it's not right, it's not fair. But if you'll give it a little time, if you'll trust God, you'll come to understand that what God does and what God allows is always right. It's always right. And God's got good things for you. He loves you. If God could just catch some of you, He'd bless you. But His timing is just as important as what He's going to do. His timing is just as important as the blessing that He has for you. After two days, He told the disciples, He said, we're going into Judea. The last time He was in Judea, the Jews tried to stone Him. They hated Jesus Christ. And the disciples were like, Lord, you, you know, the last time we were there, they tried to stone you. Lord, we just don't think that's a good idea, Lord. Thomas, he said, what the heck? We might as well just go on and die with him. He's done made up his mind. The Lord's going to do what he's going to do. And that is right. The Lord is going to do what He's going to do. He said, Lazarus is dead and I'm going down there to raise him up again. He gets there in the outskirts of Bethany. Mary and Martha are there in the house. A number of the Jews have gathered there to console her and her sister, the family. And Jesus sends a messenger to the house to let them know that he's in town. And Martha comes to where Jesus is. And she said, Lord, if you'd only been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus looked at her and said, Martha, your brother will rise again. And Martha says, Lord, I know he'll rise again. In the resurrection at the last day, I, I know he'll rise again. See, 
Martha had been listening to the Lord. She had a little bit of understanding as it regards the resurrection, the rapture. But a lot of Christianity today doesn't understand the resurrection. They don't understand the rapture of the church. The Apostle Paul would expound upon it a little bit. I've even heard some say, James, I don't believe in that rapture stuff. Resurrection, yeah, but rapture stuff, I don't believe in any of that stuff. Resurrection, rapture, it's the same thing. There's just a little bit of difference between the two. And Dana, if you will, pull it up on the screen. Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. There's the resurrection. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be called up or raptured. The word called up means to be snatched out. To be snatched out violently, raptured. Together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Martha said, I know he will rise again in the last day. And she was right in the last day. Do you realize, ladies and gentlemen, today we are closer to this event than ever before. There are no more prophecies to be fulfilled. Jesus could come back at any moment. And the dead in Christ will rise first. And we which are alive and remain be caught up with it. It's going to happen in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. The resurrection rapture. I picture Martha down at the feet of Jesus. She's weeping. The Lord reaches down and he puts his hand up under her chin. Martha, look at me. I am the resurrection and the life. Glory to God. The resurrection, ladies and gentlemen, it's more than just a doctrine. It is a person, Jesus Christ. Jesus went on to say, John 11, verse 26. Whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. This time of year brings sadness to a lot of families because they've lost a loved one from last year until now. Never to be seen again in this world. But I've got good news for you today. If they accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. 
and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you will see them again one day in the portals of glory. Hallelujah. He asked Martha, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Mary comes weeping, verse 33. She says the same thing that Martha said. Mary is weeping. A number of the Jews came from the house following after her. And Jesus standing there looking at the pain and the hurt of that family who has lost a loved one. The Bible says that he groaned in his spirit. The word groaned means that he got angry. We don't normally think of the Lord as getting angry, but he's angry now. Anger at a white hot pitch. He's angry at death. He's angry at Satan. He's angry at everything that kills, steals, and destroys. He said, where have you laid him? Lord, come and see. He stands there at the tomb of Lazarus. In verse 35, John 11, verse 35, the Bible says that Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the Bible, but yet it speaks so much. Jesus wept for every person who's had to stand in front of a headstone. He wept for every person who looked inside of a casket and saw their loved one. Jesus wept for every life that was cut short because of sin. He wept. But the Bible says he groaned even more in his spirit. And he said, take away the stone. Two big old men, they get over there and they roll the stone out of the way. Mary and Martha, they're looking at Jesus and they're saying, Lord, what in the world are you doing? Lazarus, he's been in the grave four days. By now he's thinking, Lord, you, what are you doing? You don't want to do that. Roll it away. Jesus stands there and he looks in that tomb. Dark. Death sitting upon his glory throne. And Jesus standing there looking into that tomb. But wait a minute, wait a minute. 
Lazarus. He's in paradise. He's in paradise with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, David. All of the Old Testament saints. He's sitting down at the table with all of the Old Testament saints. And he's sitting there and they're asking him questions. Lazarus, is it true? Is he really walking on the earth now? Lazarus said, oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, y'all should have seen him. He was everything you ever said about him. He's fulfilling all of your prophecies, Isaiah. Oh, y'all should have seen him. Good grace and mercy. He sat down at my table and I got to eat with him. Way off in the distance. Ringing through time and eternity. Comes an old familiar voice. It's the voice that rung out in the very beginning that said, Let there be light, and there was light. But this time that voice is saying, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus is sitting there and he says, Fellas, that's him. That's him. I, I don't know about you, but I've got to go. He's calling my name. I've got to go. And Lazarus, glory to God. He came out of that tomb. If Jesus had not called Lazarus by name, there was so much power there, every sainted dead that's ever lived would have come up out of that grave. I want to show you something now. Verse 44, John 11, 44. He that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. What we see here with Lazarus, it is a perfect picture of the new convert, the one who has just got saved. Lazarus was dead, but now he's alive. The Bible says we're born into sin. We're born spiritually dead. But the Spirit of God quickens us and makes us spiritually alive. Lazarus, standing there, he's wrapped in grave clothes. Bound hands and feet and around his head. The hands has to do with our works. And as a new convert, you need to understand that you are to work for the Lord, but those works don't save you. You do those works for the Lord because it is your reasonable service for all the things that God has done for you. Your works. The hands. 
He was bound by his feet. The feet have to do with your walk. How you walk out your Christian experience. How you live for God on a daily basis. Walking out what God is working in. How do you do that? Luke 9, 23. Jesus said, if you're going to follow after me, then you have to deny yourself. Take up the cross daily and follow me. That's how you walk with God. You deny yourself, deny your own strength, ability, talent, education, the things that are indicative of a human being, whatever it is that you're depending on and trusting in to save you, whatever it is you're depending on and trusting in to sanctify you. You lay that aside and you take up the cross and that exclusively. Take it up daily and you follow Him. The walk. And then Lazarus is standing there. He's got a napkin around his head. The head has to do with your brain, your eyes, your ears, your mouth. As a new convert, you've got to learn how to renew your mind. You've got to open up the Word of God and you've got to let the Word of God change you. You don't change the Word, but the Word changes you. And there's a learning process there that has to be learned. The eyes, you've got to train your eyes to be focused upon the finished work of Christ and that alone for salvation. Your focus is not to shift to anything else. Other than that, the ears, you've got to train your ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. The mouth has to do with that tongue. Oh boy, the old unruly member right there, that tongue. Some of you come in here and you bless God with your tongue, you go home, cut your neighbor all to pieces. You've got to train that tongue. To witness for Jesus Christ. You confess Him before others. Salvation is by faith in Christ and you confess that with your mouth. It's more than just a one-time thing. It's a, a daily thing. And where you let others know where you stand as it pertains to Jesus Christ. Lazarus standing there, he's wrapped in grave clothes. From head to toe. And he told the disciples. Now, now get this. Get this now. He told the disciples. Y'all loose him. And let him go. What does that mean James? Well now here's Lazarus. Now you, you get this picture in your mind. Now, I don't mean to gross nobody out. But here's Lazarus standing there now. He's wrapped in grave clothes. Jesus just brought him back from the grave. He's fresh from the cemetery. He's been wrapped in grave clothes, dead four days. No doubt when you start unwrapping the bandages, there's going to be some residue on the bandages from what was there previously. 
And when you start unwrapping bandages, you run across things that you really don't want to be running across. You have to deal with some things that you don't want to be dealing with. But Jesus said, y'all loose him and let him go. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you it is the church's responsibility. Jesus raises them up. Jesus saves them. But it is the church's responsibility to loose them and let them go. Teach them how to lay those grave clothes aside and to walk in victory. It is the church's responsibility to train the new convert how to renew their mind, how to walk in victory, how to work for the Lord, how to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, their eyes to be focused on the finished work of Christ. Jesus has done his part. He asked the church now to do their part. Loose him and let him go. Jesus did all of that because in just a short time later, he would go to the cross. He would die for every single human being that's ever lived. He would be buried. Oh, but three days later, he rose from the dead. And because he lives, you and I can live also. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to establishinthefaith.com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMET community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. (music) 